Hi guys, welcome to our podcast. We are live one more time, and this time on Spotify. Welcome to a new episode, y'all. After what, like two hours of talking, we're still gonna sit there. I know. (laughs) I think it's been like three. No, it's been like two hours. Literally, you came at eleven thirty-ish, like twelve. It's been three hours of us just talking. That's a little embarrassing, but. You know what? We're still here. We're still doing it. And we actually haven't talked about our week. So yeah. this would be great for us True. to talk about our week. And we how had some juicy things to talk about earlier. We were cheesemeandoing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, wait, what did we talk about? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you can trust me with your secrets because I, I don't forget this. She forgets them. Not, this is the thing. Wendy's not a good secret keeper. She just forgets it. <laughs> <laughs> That's some shade that you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Moving forward, let's catch up. Okay. How was your week? Uh, let's see. Just got my hair done yesterday by oh, my yeah, it looks sister. So good, y'all. Uh, that was good. It was a process, but I think it was needed because like I haven't gotten my hair done in five ever. Yeah. P.S. We're supposed to film yesterday. Last time I got my hair done, the day after it was um the day after my breakup. <gasps> So oh, I was telling time. my sister yesterday, I was like, oh, my God, I remember when I got my hair done six months ago? And she's like, oh, yeah, like, I did it. And she looked at me right away, and she was like, you were going through a breakup. And I was like, I know. <gasps> and then she smiles. She's like, look at you now. I and I'm like, know. I know who would have thought oh. I would be happy and be good and content. Six months ago, I would have been like, damn, I'm so sad, guys, I need to change. It's so (laughs) funny. Yeah. Not this last time I got my hair done, but I got my hair done right after a breakup, too. Of course. But I didn't do anything crazy. I just, I think, kept what I had. We all go through that phase. Yeah. But it was right after a breakup. But this was already planned. I don't, it wasn't like something I made after the breakup. But I made that appointment and I remember thinking, being so sad and being there. And then the next time I was in the chair, I was like, oh, my God, I'm good. I'm flourishing, yes. girl. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you ever look back? I, do any of you guys ever look back and say, not how stupid you were, but dang, I was really like in a vulnerable place back yeah. then. And just think like, well, after you go through a good breakup or a relationship breakup, you know, any type of breakup in your life and you you think in that moment it's never going to end and the pain is still going to be there mm-hmm. and then now f- moving forward you know six months after i'm like wow getting my hair done for no goddamn reason like i have mm-hmm. many places to go right <laughs> <laughs> it feel good. just feels good yeah. it felt good it felt taken care of and then i just got two bad News. news. I know. Back to back. From your friends. From, from your so called friends. Both of my closest friends. <laughs> one of them moving, which I'm happy for. Yeah. But moving so far away makes me sad. And then the other one is you. Yeah, the other one is me. <laughs> which we can't talk about much, but. Yeah. That's <sighs> okay. We're going to figure it out. I'm sad. I know. I'm sorry. But anyways. But anyways, other than that. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I know. We're in a good spot, though, you guys. We're not fighting. It's okay. Um, I'm trying to think of my week. I just feel good. Mm-hmm. It made me feel good that I walked in and Wendy was like, you look different. There's something different about you. I'm like, I'm just happy yeah. again. I'm just glowing again. 
Right. I told you that. I was like, there's something. Like, did you do something to you like that or know about? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm just happy. I'm just, I think, taking. Well, oh, I have to talk about this. Jackie moved in. Yes. I live with Jackie. How can I forget? But I guess because we've always time. been. Who is Jackie? Oh yeah, Jackie's my girlfriend. Um, funny enough, what's today's date? It's the ninth. This time last year was the first our first date. Our oh, first date ever. Really? Yeah, and guys, I was not trying to fall in love. I was Aww. like, this girl's so cute. To be honest, I I don't think I ever told you this, but I was thinking about like not going to the date. I drove all that way. I parked and I was like, what if I just don't show up? And I was, because I was so nervous to, I wasn't really confident back then. I was starting to, but still, like to me, when I saw Jackie and I saw her profile Tinder, of course, I was like, oh my God, this girl's so pretty. Like, she's so cute. Yeah. And like, I'm like, she's not going to like me. Or like, I had it in my head, like, oh, she saw my pictures on Instagram, but like, I just know my angles and I know how to take a cute picture, but. In real life, she's not going to think I'm cute. And it's... Talk about God or fate or whatever it is for validation. Yeah. I ended up going. I was thinking, like, what if I just don't show up? I'm like, no, I can't do that. That's rude. I'm like, it's all. You're branching out. You're becoming <laughs> a new person. You got to take these steps. So I took the step, and I obviously went. And I went, and I was sitting there. She said hello to me. She brought me a rose, of course, cheesy as ever. And one of the first things out her mouth was like, oh, my God, you look like your pictures. Wow. Isn't that crazy? I was thinking about that the other day because I was like, I literally was thinking, oh my God, like, should I think I don't look nothing like my pictures? Like, I know I can be a catfish or whatever, like in my head back then because I'm like, my pictures are so pretty, but I don't feel pretty. But and that I, was back then because if yeah. you think about now, I don't think. No, I don't do feel that way anymore. Way? No, no, no. Okay. But in that moment, I did. And since the, the second girl I was ever going to date with, I'd gone on a date previously and it went well, but. It wasn't anything, like, I was super excited for it. To me, Jackie was, like, super attractive, and I was super excited, and I couldn't believe that she was talking to me, and I couldn't believe I was going to this date, and then yeah. that was the first thing out of her mouth was, oh, my God, you look you so much like your pictures. Like your pictures. <laughs> and I was like, what? I look at my pictures? That's so cute. Yeah. So, Jackie. One day, we're going to talk about their love story. Yeah. But Jackie talk. moved in. Yeah. That's what happened this week. She moved in, and it's been a week, and it's been good. Um, I mean, it's only been a week, but I, I feel really good about it. And then that's really it. I just, I got my glow back. I've been well, working yeah, out I again. I saw that you were, I was telling you today, I, I said, when I called you, I had gotten off my hike and then you even said, I had a really good day of start. Like mm-hmm. I worked out and I was like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, I got up, I made breakfast, I sat on my balcony, I meditated on my balcony, and then I was working, yeah, I was about, right about to work out, so I feel like I'm getting my routine back in, I'm finding myself again, I let, I think I just let other things get in my life, and on top of that, I'm not going to lie, I was thinking about it too, I was like, oh, I think that's extendedness of COVID, like not expecting it to last this long, not to make it an excuse in my life, but I don't think I was just expecting that. And I, don't think we, I was we listen- yeah, and I was listening to other podcasts or other people talking about this too, and how like they like they were fine all quarantine throughout this whole COVIDness break or whatever, but like the length of it now that we came into a new year and it's still happening. Obviously, I knew it was still happening, but it just I don't know if it, it felt heavy, and I just I hadn't been really seeing anybody other than Jackie and my sister who I right. live with. 
So, um, yeah, I'm back. And she's better, y'all. I'm better. She's freaking better than ever. Yeah. (laughs) I told you, I'm like, you have this glow. I don't know what it is, but you have like a different type of glow. It's my energy. And it could be that Jackie's with you 24-7. So, you know, you that good, good energy. (laughs) It might be that last night was a good night, but... (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Annabelle, and everyone, every, say, oh, every other family Annabelle, that's listening you're to gonna this. You're going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so today was a really good week. This whole month is amazing mm-hmm. because it's all about woman empowerment and the accomplishments that women have made in history. Right? It's, a whim- it's a, what, Women's History Month? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We started off. I think it was like March first, first, yeah. right? And, and if I'm honest, I never really paid attention to the to this year. Yeah, because your calendar. Because of my calendar, <laughs> my agenda. Thank you to my agenda, reminding me the days and what they're supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, and we realized, okay, well, why not make a make a podcast of amazing women in history and amazing women that shaped our life because of the amazing women that we've had in our lives and we are who we are because mm-hmm. of history mm-hmm. we're able to we're, drive we're, we're yep. able to vote yep. we're able to go to work we're able to be independent because, because of, of history oh i love that there's still history that we have to make and that there's so change that you have to do you know when you have a girl, you know, right away you start thinking, oh, my God, they're going to go through so much. But, I mean, yes, I think it, as, I mean, it's great to recognize how far we've come. But I think it's really important to also see that it is hard, like, when you, I, well, I know when I think I'm going to have a daughter, like, to recognize she is going to face struggles compared to if I already have a son that my son's not going to necessarily face. Hopefully not, and hopefully that's something that's going to end, but... I mean, but let's keep it real. Yeah. Is it going to end? Who knows? Like, you never know. Women barely got the right to vote in 1920. So it's like, that wasn't that long ago. We're in 20... That's 100 years ago. We're literally in, 20, well, in 2021 now. But, yeah, it's just... I think it is great, though, and instead of focusing on that, I think we're going to try and focus on all the great accomplishments of women. I do think that this generation changed. Oh, yeah. In the sense of now we're okay to look at what's wrong, and hopefully, you know, machismo is still in the works. That is just hard. But I do think, you know, when you have your kids and you raise them, like, to have less machismo, because, like, whether we like it or not, there's so much cheese more in us. Yeah. Or at least, like, I'm speaking, you know, from... In our culture. Yeah, from our culture. I think there's still some times where I'm like, oh, it's okay, brother. I got it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then I catch myself and I'm like, girl, but let him do it. Let, 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 get, let yourself get that help from a man, you know, yeah. from your brother. Yeah. But nevertheless, I would not, if I was born again... Mm-hmm. I would love to be a woman one more oh, time. Oh, yeah. I would only like to be a man because, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I think women are perfect yeah. and they're beautiful, but. No, I agree. I, th- I, I, I love choose, the perks of being, you know, oh, getting of ready. 
the beauty, the yes. and we're allowed to like dive into the femininity, which is also something we can talk about is how men don't really get that space to do that. Yeah. Because of society, but yeah. Oh, if I could if I was back in the womb and I could remember and I got to choose, you're gonna be a girl or a guy, you choose, I yeah, I'd be a woman all over again. No regardless of all the pains and struggles that we face and literally physical pain from like our periods or birth control or birth i would still do it i would choose all over again i think women are incredible beings i mean i'm also a lesbian but <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing to do with it yeah no 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 it doesn't because yeah. i feel the same way you know what i mean and talking about it there is a lot of pain that we we have to deal with mm-hmm. just because the other day i was running and you know i just go in my my leggings it was probably 7 a.m and just keep in mind, guys, I literally live in a very white area. Safe. Safe. I I could walk at 12, 2 a.m. if I want to and not feel like something's going to happen to me. I'm still aware because that instinct of being a woman yeah. is still there. But not as how I used to be before. But, you know, anyways, I was running I stop to look at my phone. I'm texting. And then there's this guy, like, in a truck. Mm-hmm. And then there's a couple of men in the back, you know. And he just kind of says, buenos dias, you know, like, good morning. Okay. I just look at him, like, with the stink face, like, don't be looking at me, boy. Like, you know what? Because right away I have my, my guard up, you know. You have to as a woman. Right. And I let it go. And then one more time passes again dude oh no this time i was actually on my phone i wasn't even paying attention and i and then i i feel the eyes oh it was like the the guys on the back stuck his head out of the window and like stared at me like with this nasty Ooh. ass face that those are the moments that i do wish i was a man because i would yeah, fucking i would get ass. my car follow your ass take your ass out of the fucking car and be like what the fuck is wrong with you staring at me like that yeah but those are the only times i wish i was a man i know for real <laughs> it's just like when you because get that blatant gross. disrespect yeah. yeah when you get undermined because you're a woman or you people don't listen to you because you're a woman or whatever it is those are the moments where it's like if i was a man i know this, this shit would not be happen. happening to yeah. me yeah that's the that's the only annoying part but regardless we have a lot to celebrate yes because we're only moving forward right and it's only going to get better by yeah. incredible women like us because i feel like we're incredible women we are um and we're not the only ones i feel like almost any woman out there is incredible mm-hmm. and has the power to change everything um but speaking about incredible women uh-huh. we want to mention some of the incredible women in our lives that have really inspired us and i feel like formed the people we are today um, do you want to go first? Awkward silence. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you were going to go first. Oh, I can go. Um, so starting with, I'm going to say my grandmother. She's no longer with us, but I feel like my grandmother played a big role because my parents worked a lot. I was my mom for a lot of my life. Like my young, like, like childhood yeah because she was working nights so she'd be with me all day and then she would work nights um but like some of the things i remember most is like my summers with my grandparents and my grandma was always around and 
she like had a big part of raising me and I don't know I feel like I learned a lot of my femininity through her only because she was so into makeup Mm. so into getting ready she always liked to look good like my grandma looked good like she always did and she always cared about all those things but not in an obsessive way of like insecurity at least that's not what I saw when I was a kid yeah but she was always just like like the pretty things in life so right. when I would get her like little cover girl compacts I'd open those up and I smell them like those old school ones if I smell those it just takes me back to my grandma um and falling into my mother of course uh, my mom is such a strong woman I feel like she's the one that's always been like no you don't let people talk, t- talk down to you um you always speak your mind you always get what's right like like especially with things like if you paid for that and it didn't come out right you need to say something Mm. and she never was like don't just accept what comes your way if it's below your standards basically and she's always been strong like that and she's never let i mean she does traditionally play like that role like in most latino households of like i'm the woman she cooks she cleans she takes care of everything right but she would never let my mom my dad disrespect her at least not from what i've seen never has my dad disrespected her in a way and she doesn't let herself either she doesn't just sit there and be quiet she will speak speak her mind no shut up yeah she'll be like i got something to say too exactly (laughs) um i've never met your mom too i I really want to meet we'll do that soon we i I tell her about the podcast in you but we'll do that soon um and then lastly, but not least, I don't even want to say who it is because I can already <laughs> hear her get like excited and get her, I can already see her head growing. But my oldest sister, Annabelle, not to shame my other sisters, I love all of them. I, I come from a family of women and I think we're all incredible. Right. But my oldest sister, I feel like has had the biggest influence as far as like my opinions on things, even like down to the music I like to listen to. Yeah. Um. She's been a big influence in my life. We're 10 years apart, but we're really close, and I actually live with her now. So she is also strong-minded, strong-opinionated, and strong, yep, strong-willing woman. And I'm blessed to have her as an example. She's gone through her own personal hardships, but she's made it out. And she, yeah. she's living her best life now, has a great career, and really is a great example so all three of those women have really played a role in who i am now and i'm super talkative super opinionated i'm not scared to speak my mind and i really owe it to them and especially my femininity side like my grandma like again that just takes me back to my grandma liking the pretty things doing the pretty things like i feel like those three women encompass who i am and how i present myself now i definitely see the annabelle you know very strong so I can see where you come from just Strong from attitude. your sister, you know, <laughs> not just attitude, but she knows what she wants and she's very assertive and like, I want it this way. Mm-hmm. I do care for your opinion. Like mm-hmm. right away, you know, when you came in, I was like, what, do you, what did Annabelle say? Yeah. You know, because she's older, she's honest mm-hmm. and I can definitely see like where, where that comes from. Ooh, Wendy has a phone on. <laughs> My mom, who hasn't even seen our podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> but, yeah. So, who are some of incredible women in your life, Wendy? Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, just kidding. <laughs> um, definitely my grandma, too. Um, I think she, I can, she's such a hard worker, and I think that came down to 
all like the women in my family. And I think not only she's a hard worker, but she was a very family orientated, which should include should include included her whole family and everything she did. And I I love that. And I love that about her, you know. Not only that, but also sh- it was all about, she was a businesswoman. Mm. Oh, yeah. Ambitious. Very much, I'm not okay with staying where I am. I want to move up. So she inspired me in many ways of being a businesswoman, having my own stuff. She built her own home. and it's incredible. Um, bought herself a car, like just a lot of things that she did by herself. Independency. Raised her three uh, girls. I mean, my grandpa was around, but he was never just a lot, you know, mm. and she was she was just really independent. And I definitely look up to her. Um, you know, she struggled with the sickness before dying and. I think it. She was only um, supposed to live almost maybe three to five years, and like I'm probably gonna get corrected if I'm wrong for my my mom and my aunt, but she lasted a really long time. She was fighting. She was wow. really fighting because she wanted to be alive for us, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, second would be my mom. Of course, <laughs> I look up to her just because she was a single mother for a really long time. So to this day, my mom, you know, moved to another country, is studying. I'm very proud of her. She's studying. Love like, she's studying nails, and then she wants. She you knows she went to school for like learning English, mm-hmm. and there's still a lot of things that she wants to study for and is looking forward for life. I think she's teaching me that, you know, at 40s, it's never too late. It's never too late to keep going to school and being ambitious and having goals in your life is important because that's only going to keep you alive and keep you up you know last but not least is my aunt Mm -hmm. uh just because she's always very inspiring in my life and tells me all the time be selfish be who you are don't let no one tell you who you're supposed to be and she's a single mother but works her ass off. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think we all got that from like my grandma, you know. Yeah. Uh, works her ass off. Tells me, you know, go on vacation, enjoy yourself. Uh, don't let nobody tell you what to do. And always gives me the best advice in anything I tell her. And she has my back like no one else yeah. besides my mom, you know. Yeah. So she's definitely like another mother to me that I look up to. But yeah, those are the amazing women in our life. Yeah, some bosses <laughs> that stand behind us and oh, take yeah. care and of us. And you would call it like in the Mexican side, they'd be like the chingonas in the oh, house, yeah, you know? for real, for <laughs> real. No, dead ass. Like, I think it's, that's important to have. And I'm very blessed to have had that. And I mean, luckily for you too, very blessed to have those figures in your life because... I don't know. There's something about women. They're na- they're the caregivers or the nurturers. And like when you see that as when you see your caregiver like that, your nurturer like that, like I don't know. I I feel like it's just super inspiring. Like I'm not saying dads don't have an impact. Um, they do. They do. But it's not the same thing, you yeah. know. Especially as a woman as yourself, it's right. just different. Um, 
It's just different. <laughs> I it's can't different, really and it. I think it's, the reason why we also feel like that, I think, is just because it's, it's never enough, mm-hmm. the credit that we get mm-hmm. for the things that we have to go through and the oh, things yeah. that we do. And only other women understand that. Right. And how hard we have to work to get the same praise or you're working twice as hard as someone and they still get a different praise because they're a man. So, <sighs> agreed. <laughs> okay, moving forward, we're going to talk about some incredible women who have really changed the course of whatever community they were in. So, before we do that, we're going to go over a few little milestones for women um, this is all like U.S. history or women U.S. history, but we're going to talk about some incredible things that women have inca- accomplished and how far we've gone or how far we've come. So starting off in 1920 is when finally the 19th Amendment to the U.S. Con- Constitution was completed, um, which allowed basically women the right to vote. Unfortunate, though, this is only white women. I was going to say, yeah. It was only white women when they were able to vote. But nonetheless, women were able to vote in the U.S. Um, Moving forward, we have Miss Rosa Parks in 1955 was the day or December 1st, 1955 was the day she decided that, no, she's not going to get up. She refused her seat to a white man on a bus. And this was in Montgomery, Alabama. And that really was... Um, like a watershed moment where it rallied and and started the civil rights movement. I literally love that. Yeah. Love, love, love She's that. She's like, oh, I'm tired. She <laughs> said, I don't care who you are, boy. Yeah. No, I literally, the Rosa Parks really changed, Yeah. you know, history. Oh, yeah. Not that, was- that any other woman didn't, but just to know, like, she said, just because of my skin, my skin color that does not mean that i'm gonna go and get up you know oh yeah and and that really catapulted like this whole civil rights movement so you really have to think about like the impact that has as a woman she was uh close to elderly woman sitting on a bus and she just decided not to get up and the change that happened after that the course of action like that happened after that like martin luther king jr then you know like that moment started all of that. And I think that's just a beautiful thing to witness. Um, what else do we have? Now, moving forward, I have May 9th in 1960, the FDA approves the first commercially produced birth control pill in the world. So that's great. We, that was Wait, the first when time. when was that? 1950? 1960. Oh, wow. Yeah, so what? That was not a long 60 time. years ago. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. I did not know about that one. I'm just thinking like, my mom was born in 1963. My dad was actually born in 1960. Like, that's as old as my dad. That's crazy. How old like is he, your dad? <laughs> a girl. Hold on. Let me do the math real quick. He's about to be 60. I think he's turning 60 this year. Oh, yeah. wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I think that's just a great milestone. Yes, we got the birth control, but really what what that meant. And that allowed women to control when and if they have children. Correct. That gave us the right of... The start of like, well, I don't really want children, so I'm gonna be on birth control because I'm choosing that for myself because this is my body. I think that is just a big milestone of like ownership of oneself because for so long it was but up back to a in man. the day. Let's remember that there was a there's a lot of people that didn't still use birth control, but there was but it was there. Yeah, so that that's remedies. great. And then look at us now. 
Wendy again. Her phone going off. Someone, someone fire her. <laughs> I, I literally okay. I don't understand because I have it on. Just do not disturb. She lying, y'all. Put it on silent. I did. Oh, okay. I put it. I mean, I had it already, but I don't know. Oh, never mind. I did it. Mm-hmm. We find out the truth, y'all. Um, okay. But yeah. So. So now it's going to be my turn. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to talk about, uh, we ended up in 1960, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to June 10th of 1963 with President John F. Kennedy. He signs, he signs into the Law of Equal Pay Act. Mm-hmm. Between men and women performing the same job in the same workplace. That's amazing. Finally, even though we still get like there's, $70. To I was going to say, you know dollar. what? I'm like, wait, but <laughs> there's so little sense that we're missing. But <laughs> <laughs> It's biased but, now. Right. But just now it makes it illegal to be, oh, the reason I'm paying her less is because she's because a woman. Because she's a woman. Now it's just biases or whatever, but mm, we're working towards that. Yeah. There's process and yeah. progress that needs to be made. Uh, I'm going to move on to 1973, which Roe v. Wade decisions made the the Supreme Court declares the Constitution to protect women's legal right to, guess what? Abortion. Abortion. Which is, honestly, I I think it's really heavy to think about, like, before, because tragic events, traumatic events, like rape... And stuff like that has always been around. And the yeah. fact that a woman used to have to carry it to full term, keep the baby, and have a constant traumatic reminder. I'm sure she grew to love the child or whatever. But the fact that they didn't have a choice before, legally at least. And people still did this illegally. 1973, dude, that's not a long time no, ago. My not. mom was born in... Let me not put her on blast, but <laughs> it was not a long yeah, time ago. It hasn't been. It's probably been almost 50 years, if not a mm-hmm. little more, a little mm-hmm. less. I'm not sure. No, it's been like less. It, yeah, a little less. What does our math be wrong? <laughs> it's a little more. <laughs> no, because no, my mom was around, born yeah, around that time. Yeah. So it's a little less than 50. Mm-hmm. She's going to kill me if I don't say it's a lot less. But... <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine carrying a baby not, from rape? Yeah. Not only that, but I'm going to be honest with you. There there was thoughts when I was young. Mm-hmm. Young and wild in, right? Mm-hmm. The lack of education that Latino parents uh, give you mm-hmm. on birth control, on... Um, just anything with babies yeah, all I your think, reproductive you know, rights anything that has to do with they sex they right away tell you don't have sex mm-hmm. don't have sex and you come to terms that okay what if I do have a kid they're putting this fear on me that if I have a kid my life is over first off second they're not going to love me the same way that they did before so why do I want it it's going to ruin my life and if I'm honest, there was thoughts of me, you know, if I ever got pregnant at a really young age, I was Ooh. not afraid of thinking, okay, what, even till now, remember, yeah. like, there was moments where I, I just thought, okay, if I get pregnant, what am I going to do? Yeah. 
And we all have our different opinions with it. I think there's a lot of women that are going to disagree with abortion. And there's women that are going to agree with abortion. But I do think this was a big step for women. I think regardless whether you agree, whether you would do one personally or not, whether you, whether that goes against your values or not, the option should be there. If right. you don't want one, it's as easy as you don't get one. Right. If you're completely opposed to it and you don't agree with it, it's as easy as not getting one. Because once again, I think women, again, we don't have the power of saying, well, I don't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take care of my kid. Yeah. Men walk away left and right. 100%. And it's kind of abortion, if you think about it. They just leave their kid and they forget that it, it even existed. It's an accepted form, though. It's just aban- it's abortion through abandonment. Exactly. And so why is it that men are allowed to do that? Why isn't there a law that says if you... <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm just ready to go onto court and yeah. say something because I, I think this was a really great progress that we made. Oh, 100%. Last but not least, last but not least, in January 20th, 2021. On my birthday. A <laughs> Aquarius season. <laughs> Aquarius season. And um, correct me if I'm wrong in her name. Kamala. There you go. Mm-hmm. I always have a hard time pronouncing names, Listen. but Kamala Harris is the first woman and first woman of Color vice president of the United States. Crazy. And she has a quote that says, Well, I may be the first woman in the office, I would not be the last. I love that. Ooh, the power in that. The power in that comment. Also, it's about time, United States of America. That it's about time. We have someone in office, but thank God it's a woman in office who is also a woman of color. Like, how impactful. Yeah, because that literally just not even brought us to just being a woman. But being a woman of color, it, it, it takes a whole different, a whole 180. To think that this country, I just did a quick math on my calculator. But to think that this country is 245 years old and there has not been a woman president, woman vice president up until this time. Like, Damn, it took us way too damn long. I'm going to just say that. Yeah. I mean, we were closed four years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, with... Um, oh, with Hillary Clinton, yeah. Right. And... It didn't happen. It didn't happen, and unfortunately, but... And it sucks because the attacks on these women who are in politics, the attacks always go through their gender or are gender based like on how they look how their makeup is how they what kind of dress they wore and it's never about like their policies or how they read it's always about their physical appearance and that's it's so ugly because when you really think about it yes men get talked about in politics like how they look like donald trump and his freaking toupee and they would always talk about yeah (laughs) and his orange tan but and but it was never... Oh, but that never was in question of whether he can lead a country or not. Right. Lack of experience and all. That didn't matter. Right. Um, and it's such a main focus with these women in politics, which I think is such a shame because we're really... Whether you agree with Kamala Harris, whether you like Hillary Clinton or not, like, regardless, it you have to think of all the women who have these missed opportunities of doing great things in office... Um, 
because of how we judge them and because of how we ridicule them versus actually listening to them and and not thinking that they're even good enough to do these things in the first place it's it's such a shame because who knows to me i just wonder like who knows where our country could have been if there was more women in office because you gotta it would be so much i always think that it's gonna be so much better because women are naturing there it's all about being like you know but then they call too emotional and it's so ugly. But I think that's what we need. This whole world needs peace. And I'm, I swear, I think I might be in, in another life oh, yeah, because I'm all about peace and love. I don't care, you know, about race. And I just hate the emotional part because people like to sign off men as, as more logical versus emotional. But they're emotional. Emotional doesn't mean crying and throwing a fit. Right. Emotional is anger and and frustration. That's also emotional. And how do men express their emotions? Through anger. All these wars have been started by men, first off. And they say we're emotional. They say we can't keep our cool. They say we can't keep our number. Now look at me getting emotional and angry. <laughs> but I have a right to do so. It's it's yeah. frustrating because it's a double standard. And it it's, is. It really is. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Now, well, this whole world needs a little bit of emotion. Yeah. This it's whole just, world needs more women to be empowered, to be, yeah. you know. Life would be so different, I think, if life would be run by women. Yeah. And we just have to think about it. Like, if our politicians aren't representing what a country looks like which is all different colors Mm -hmm. all different genders yes 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 including trans people non-binary people 100 percent. all different kinds of sexualities ethnicities we're all kinds of mixed now too if our politicians don't look like that they're not really representing us anymore they're representing if all of our politicians look the same and they're all the same type of person let me just say white men they only care and think about women. A hundred percent. I agree with you. Anyway, Somebody told me once. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm scared. When is there going to be a men month? Oh, men history month. No, oh, my girl. boy. What? This whole life is about <laughs> men. Come on now. All of history is men's history. Are you kidding? <laughs> we learn about all these philosophers and all these whatever. They were all I men. Was like, I looked at him and said, are you serious right now? Yeah, I was missing a few screws in his brain, I think. <laughs> you know him too. So <laughs> the fact that you said that, he's going to be really upset. Uh-oh. And he's really emotional too. Mm, <laughs> mm, I'm going to find out the tea after this. Actually, I probably already know who this is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but moving forward, yes, we're gonna pod- keep uh, yeah. talking about women because you know that's what we're that's our podcast for today. Because mm-hmm. we deserve it, we need the spotlight every once in a while. Um, I can start. Do you want me to start, or do you want to? Yeah, go, go for it. What do we have? So today, the woman I chose to speak about and to represent is Marcy. Oh my God, I already said her name wrong. Marsha P. Johnson. Um, so she hits really close to home because she really revolutionized and was a big leader in the gay rights movement. Okay. She's actually a trans woman. Okay. Um, she was an activist and self-identified drag queen. Um, she worked, she worked, she was truly an activist, um, in and out. Like she didn't only fight for gay rights. She fought for 
a bunch of things underneath that. So like the street transvest site, Action Revolutionaries. She was part of that. Um, she was also part of the um, AIDS activism during that time, which was called ACT UP. She did incredible work. Like I can't just pin her down for that Stonewall moment, but that was like the biggest moment that or what she's famous for. Um, she threw the brick through at Stonewall. When there, when there Where was is a Stonewall? Because you just you did mention to yeah. me off um, air that I went there. Off air that you went there. <laughs> yes, I didn't mean <laughs> I was listening to you, but I didn't yeah. ask. Where was it? So Stonewall um, is actually New York City. Okay, it's a bar. I don't know if it's always been a bar. I think it was. It's called the Stonewall Inn. Yeah, they began allowing women and drag queens inside. So, oh, that's a big fact too that a lot of people don't know about. All of these gay bars, right. gay nightclubs were only gay men. They only oh, allowed really? gay men inside. No women, so no gay women. That's why I think it's so important too. Like lesbian bars aren't yeah. a thing. Like they're not. They're not a thing because it's always big. Oh been my god! Wait, wait, gay. wait. Yeah. this is so interesting. So you're so there was only gay bars and men in yeah there's only how about okay how about now now i mean everyone's welcome obviously okay people come in now i think they still call them gay bars and gay nightclubs just because that's just the name for them uh-huh there's actually a really i've been to this um place too but there's this gay bar out in san diego and okay. it's called what's it called dang it, it's such a clever name oh the gossip grill so like Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. but it's called the Gossip Girl because they sell food there too. But at night it's like a bar. Wow! And I've been there before, and it's, it crazy. is mainly targeted for like lesbian women, and it's filled with like lesbian women mostly. Okay, so how about WeHo? WeHo, it's a bunch of gay guys. I mean, it's gay oh, bars. Is it, is it a gay bar too? Yeah, but the thing is, you'll see both. Like now, it's different now, but I don't think they have one in WeHo, which is West Hollywood, by the way, which is like a gay like center of. Um, gay nightclubs and stuff. Yeah, Tell has been wanting to take me there since forever. Yeah, but, but COVID it didn't happened. Happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, I don't think they have a specific like lesbian bar. But in New York City, there's one too. I think it's called the Cubby Hole. That's also that a lesbian so cool. bar. I did not know that. That's yeah. a really fun fact. Okay. It's, it's crazy. So um, that's what Stonewall is. There was actually a big uprising that happened. It's they were called the Stonewall Riots. So basically what was happening is that the police began a police raid it began early morning hours so obviously like partying hours um at the stonewall inn which was again in new york city and patrons of the stonewall so people who were there um which were lesbian and gay bars I think that was the issue, too, is I, I really don't know why it started, but I think it's because they started letting trans women in and women in mm. to these bars that started this whole uproar. Um, but this, the Stonewall Riot was, sorry, I'm reading something really quick. Um, yeah, it was one of the most important events leading to the gay liberation movement um, for the 20th century and the fight for LGBT rights in the United States. So... Basically, the patrons of this started attacking the police because they started getting um, aggressive. So they started attacking the police. And Marsha P. Johnson is very well known for throwing a brick. A brick. A brick. Oh, yeah. got Bad it. bitch wow. energy. Bad bitch energy. Exactly. I love um, it. So yeah, it's a little bit of her history. Again, she she fought a lot. She um, 
for all types of different organizations, but all tied to like gay rights movements. And honestly, if it wasn't really the start of that, again, that moment of when she threw that brick, like how it catapulted into all of this. Of, yeah. Um, it being, I guess, nationalized in a way where mm-hmm. now everyone's um, fighting for gay rights and starting that movement. And, um, and luckily, though, she suffered a lot through her life, too. And um, I think it's really important to tell her story because I think it's been minimized in history already or minimized at the time. She wasn't given her credit on top of that. Um, she died in a very sad way that I th- that really was kind of put under the rug, like swept under the rug, and people didn't want to talk about it because she was a trans woman. So gay rights in general, gay men already were judged, but gay men are like the top tier right. of... of LGBT, like they have the most rights or the most respected. Right. Follows is probably lesbians, um, to a point, but yeah, lesbians, but because we're women, so now we're well known, more respected. Underneath that, it's probably like, I don't know, like bisexuals and so on and so mm. forth. And then at the bottom of, unfortunately, this hill, and there's a lot of, um, what's that called? Transphobia within the LGBT community itself. It's a really big problem, but underneath that, it's trans people, trans men, and at the very bottom, trans women. And to speak about Marsha P. Henson, uh, Marsha, Marsha P. Johnson. Um, so, okay, I just want to get it clear. So she was a woman, mm-hmm. and so she became a man? No, she's a trans woman. So trans woman means... Basically, male to female. Like oh, you're born okay, a man, got it. Woman. People are gonna be like, "Damn, <laughs> when you don't know, <laughs> when you don't know her ABCs of LGBT." Uh, there's actually a book okay. called ABCs of got LGBT. It. Yeah. Okay, so she was a she was a male and then became a woman. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and on top of that, she was a black woman. So she's a black trans oh woman. Oh my who, god. Not to say bottom tier. When I say that, I don't mean like they're bottom tier people. I mean they are treated with the most disrespect. Like, they're right. the most disrespected in the community. And she's a woman of color. And the that most just targeted. even puts her even more, yeah. you know. To this day, black trans women are the ones that are most targeted and killed or um, as far as targeted for hate crimes. I mean, black people in general. Yeah, black people in general. But yeah, make, that they make her trans and a woman, it's yeah. even worse. So uh, that's why I thought it was really important to highlight her. I know a lot of people yeah. know her, but... Not everyone knows a lot of gay history. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. If I'm honest, like I'm I'm sitting here like learning a lot because I didn't know much. And I barely did too. Like I think I barely started hearing about Marsha P. Johnson a few years ago, but I was okay. very like I started researching everything as far right. as like what does trans mean? What does this mean? What does that non binary mean? Like I, I there was a specific time when I first came out that I was literally so infatuated. trying to figure out who you were yeah. and figuring figure yeah. myself out learning all the terms learning what came from what how did we even get yeah. here to this day so yeah um so unfortunately she lived this incredible life with her activism but she did suffer a lot of mental health issues which most gay people do or most yeah. queer people do I yeah mean. i could see that um and unfortunately shortly after a pride parade in 1992 Johnson's body was discovered floating in the Hudson River. Wow. Yeah. And it's really sad because police initially just ruled it like death by suicide. They didn't really want to investigate it. 
But of course, her friends like rallied behind her and said, and told local the local community and told the local police department like, no, Johnson was not suicidal. Um, and then they also noted she had like a really big wound in the back of her head. So they're saying like, no, like she wouldn't hit herself in the back of her head and then like drown. Like drown, that's, yeah. That's, that's not what you would do. And for the most part, when they ruled us, when they police rule a suicide, they're usually a no attached. And there was no note. There was no note left behind for Marsha P. Johnson. So it's really well believed that she was unfortunately suffered like from um, hate crime and was targeted. Um, there were several people who came forward to say that they saw Johnson harassed by a group of men. Um, and then once again, mm-hmm, mm, it's always yeah. Unfortunately, trans women fall victim to these hate crimes by men a lot of the times because a lot of times these men are self hating self-hating and (sighs) because it's really sad a lot of these women get attacked by men who are like their sexual partners oh are you serious that's what i'm saying self-hating because they have sex with these trans women and then either regret like obviously they're attracted to these trans women they want to be with these trans women and they hate themselves for what they did and they attack and they, to the God. point where they kill them sometimes. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's extremely sad and it's crazy when you get into the details of these like attacks that happen or, or the reason why these people do it. There's layers, so many layers to these to to this. I'm in shock. Yeah. So these men, okay. This is where I don't know. I think maybe we need a no. You know what? I think we definitely we'll need a, a podcast. podcast. Yeah, because I. I'm a little in shock right now. Are these men, like, would they be considered gay? This is where my knowledge is ABC, however you call yeah. it. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I get confused and in this whole new world I in the sense of, you know, learning about the LGBTQ community. And I can't really speak for trans people, right? Like, I, I right. only know what I read and what I see. I definitely think we need to have um, somebody who's trans on the podcast. I, Actually, no, a girl I would probably love it. want to. I would love it. Um, no, I wouldn't say they're considered gay because these women are women. Like, at the end of the day, they're women. It's not just a feel like no. women. No, no, no. I mean men. No, the I, men that I have sex that, with them. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying is these trans women are women. I know biologically or like, let's say part wise, maybe they're Mm -hmm. not women or what we consider. But that's really female. That's not women. Got it. Women is more. It's it's part of the gender construct, right? The gender binary, which gender and sex are different, too. Yeah. I I have so much questions right now. I'm like, you're answering one and I'm just already thinking of another one. Like, I'm trying to shoot you with another question. So it's hard to wrap your mind around everything when you don't get it. It's hard, too, especially when you connect womanhood to a vagina. When when you connect womanhood to body parts, Mm. it can get hard to understand because that's the only thing you've ever linked it to your whole life. So when you remove that fact... Um, that's when you can start opening your mind to understanding all that. But it's new. I, I, I yeah. mean, it was confusing for me, too. I would think that, too. But I think it, there's so much to it. Like, it's then learning, like, oh, when, uh, gender is a construct. Like, gender is society-based. Like, it's what we... Like, we created these women roles and these men roles. Yeah. That's different versus, oh, your actual sex, which is your physical part, what you were born with, male and female. Like, it's... 
understanding all those things all those layers and then you can understand like oh yeah like no these men are attracted to them they look like women they're really feminine i'm gonna put you onto a show and everyone who's listening watch um i forgot the name it's on netflix i'm gonna find it before the show ends because find it before the show ends and then we can say it because i definitely think i'll learn a lot from that netflix show was so well done but basically it's about like gay men and trans women mm-hmm. in and the balls that they do in in the 1980s when we were um seeing this whole aids crisis yeah it's literally going back in that in new york city so it's oh my god such an incredible show i will find it and i'm gonna put you on and it's so entertaining in general like it's such uh-huh. an entertaining show and on top of that like you learn so much history just through watching that show Okay, but moving forward. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys. There's no, so I many definitely would love this. to do a little uh, podcast on on you know gender and that would be so interesting. Yeah. But go on, sis. All right. <laughs> so, like I was saying, her death was ruled a suicide. Police didn't want to further investigate, and then people were coming forward saying that Johnson was har- harassed by a group of men who had also robbed people. Um. There's also a witness who saw a neighborhood resident fighting with Marsha P. Johnson. Um, and during the fight, this man used a homophobic slur and later dragged to someone. Oh, and later bragged to someone. Sorry. At a bar that he had killed a drag queen named Marsha. Mm. So there's that evidence. People hearing that. People witnessing that. And the witness said that when he tried to tell the police what he had seen, his story was ignored. So other locals stated later that the law enforcement was not interested in investigating Johnson's death, stating that the case was about a gay black man and wanting little wow. to do and wanting little to do with at that time. Yeah, it's sad. It's really sad how like and later on, finally, like the police investigation res- um, resulted in reclassifying Johnson's cause of death from suicide to undetermined. So there's like even proof there that they were like taking back what they had said or taking back of what how she died that is crazy it's yeah it's it's, it's sad and it's just once again it's just the struggle of not only your your you know you struggle with the color of your skin but now you're struggling with you know transgender and on top of that you're struggling because now you became a woman so there's even more to struggle with Wow. Yeah, right That's now. That's just me. You know, you know what? Honestly, you need to hit that girl up because I would like to learn more about this. Yeah. And I've always had so much so much questions about it because I'm like, okay, I know they're not supposed to be, you know, if they switch their gender, you're mm. supposed to call them by their gender. The but pronouns, yeah. all this other stuff, like, it would be interesting to learn about. Um, but, yeah, it's... It's really sad that a lot of their lives end in tragedy like that. But that's, again, something when we talk about we make people more aware about, hopefully... Yeah. They there's a stop to that, or we see that not happen anymore. I found the name of the show. What is it called? It's called Pose. Pose, Pose. on Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. Um, I'm hoping it's still on there. I think it is, but it is oh, just such an incredible show. Okay. And it's gay men, um, trans women mostly, and it's all the fun parts like the the under like the what's that called? Like the hidden, like what are those called? 
underground like the underground balls that they did mm. and like the underground parties that they had because they had to be so secretive and like wow. even trans women have that's why i said it's a good to learn about because even trans women who are in relationships with straight men like hidden though and it's on the low Mm-hmm. that's crazy it's it's incredible and it's such a fun show sad show like it's uh, it'll make you feel all the emotions but i'm gonna try to watch it by next episode and then mm-hmm. we can talk about it for a little bit got it um that would keep me accountable for it because i probably i don't watch yeah. netflix as much and you guys need to watch it too if you had questions yeah or you watch were, it or you honestly if you're yourself. like you're confused right now mm-hmm. <laughs> watch the netflix and we can come back to it and then we can both relate on it all right now all right so i it's funny because we picked um something with similar of what we went through where with our bio how we started the podcast Aww. you know you started mm-hmm. with gay and that's how you, you represent myself represent yeah. yourself you want to represent for the gay people and then i want to represent myself as you know guatemalan and uh immigrant yeah and so i actually wanted to talk about somebody who is from guatemala and growing up i heard of her but if i'm honest i never really paid attention Mm -hmm. i did know the work that she did but i wasn't aware of it as much and yesterday when you know everybody was posting and stuff and i went through this latina magazine where it talks about it and i thought was it really interesting her name is rigoberta menchu mm-hmm. so you can only imagine her I've name heard of her, but i don't know her story her name is uh she's you know she comes from the, the mayan uh blood right and she comes from a poor indian uh family raised in quiche which is in Guatemala, and it's branch of the Mayan culture. You know, very my roots. I know, literally your roots. Uh, She's known for um, fighting for the indigenous... Oh, like indigenous rights. Right. I love that. So she's a very powerful woman. Suffered through a lot. Uh, She started her journey at the age of 12, uh, she became in- involved with a social reform activities through the Catholic Church. And then when she was a teenager, she started working with her dad. And so her dad was... Um... No, oh, so now it's you. No, it's me. Sorry. <laughs> Whoops, Daisy. He was in prison for, and he was a uh, torture for allegedly having participated in an excursion, excursion of a local plantation owner. Mm. Then when Rigoberta Menchu um, joined the CUC that year, her brother was arrested, tortured, and killed by the army. So they're attacking her family. So they're attacking her family. And her, her mother died too. Wow. By who? Not by, like, just a regular sickness. Mm-hmm. It was all by the army of Guatemala. Oh, yeah. They were putting a hit on their whole, fl- whole family. 100%. Uh, so then she had to run away. Damn. She had to run away. And nevertheless, she ran away to Mexico mm-hmm. uh, to feel safe. She didn't go to Guatemala were they attacking her family because 
she was like a big advocate for indigenous rights. So this was they were attacking her family because of the dad. Okay. Oh, okay. Because he was. Oh, because of the execution, he supposedly did. He supposedly did. Mm. But her, her, uh, she started feeling that empower and that that way of helping through church and helping indigenous people. Because she is indigenous. Yeah. If you look her up, her dresses are very uh, indigenous, traditional, traditional. Like- uh, you know, and she's she's super smart. She speaks Spanish, Quechua, I think it is, and I'm probably said should have done my research or more, <laughs> but uh, and then Spanish. I said Spanish, right? Mm-hmm. Spanish, English, Quechua, which is like my uh, indigenous language, indigenous language, and English. Wow. And that's uh, those are four that I know so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if she knows more. She's a lady you do not want to be messing with. She bought. She won the Nobel Prize. The Nobel Peace Prize, or the Nobel Peace Prize, oh. because of her hard work. Mm. And I'm just so proud. Like I yeah, just, I, I for like me. I looked when I saw that coming out in you know the the Latina magazine. I just I realized I'm like wow. I'm so proud of like my blood, like my, my history. That is a woman who. Literally lost it all. No, she did. She struggled for her rights. So she's always been advocating for indigenous people. She did uh, try to be president of Guatemala. (gasps) Oh, my God. Later on in life. Yeah. But, you know, indigenous woman. woman. Yeah, she wasn't going to be looked at as like. She wasn't. Unfortunately, you know, but yeah. she did write a book. Uh, let me see, because I, I know that she wrote a book, and I think it's in English as well. It's under Rigoberta Menchu. Mm-hmm. We'll have to look that up and tell you guys. Right. And um, very inspiring as a woman fighting for, you know, well, not yeah. only your woman, but then your indigenous only looked at the words, you know. So I called my mom recently. Because I did my study. I mean, I, I've heard of her, but I never really looked into her. I was trying to get more information. I call my mom. I'm thinking, my mom always talking about Guatemala, trying mm. to get, you know, keep my roots in. And I call her and I'm like, okay, mom, so what? Okay, do you know anything about Rigoberto Menchu? Let me write notes. Like, like, she doesn't know anything. That's She's crazy. like, you know, I never, like, nunca vi, nunca estuve leyendo mucho su historia. And That's I'm like, crazy. Wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me, mother. But that just comes to show they don't want to teach you this stuff. Like, it wasn't taught. About these incredible women. About this incredible woman because of what? I, it's, I'm trying to find the word. Well, prejudice. There we go. I was going to say racism. But really, it's not. Like, I don't know if how it is in Guatemala, but, like, in Mexico, too, we have our Aztecos, we have Native roots as well, and then it's very much the goal of mm-hmm. people to separate themselves from from los indios, is what, you know? And it's sad. Like, it's sad. And it I'm sure really it's a, and it's a, I'm sure it's similar where, yeah, they're not going to recognize an indigenous woman or indigenous rights. So my question is, in Guatemala, 
did they suffer like did they not have equal rights as in like what what were some things they weren't able to do i guess so some of the things i mean you you can only imagine you're indigenous you don't speak spanish Mm -hmm. and the reason why you don't speak spanish is why because um spainers came and Mm -hmm. conquered right Mm -hmm. so now you're looked at as as if you're not smart Mm -hmm. they can't understand your language and you're dressed differently because they don't dress in normal clothes. They don't dress in jeans. They don't know what jeans are type of thing. Like, I mean, obviously they know, but they don't wear it. They're still dressed in this beautiful. And let me tell you, they're ex- colorful, expensive. These dresses that they make yeah, with their own hand. Like I, I've gone to Guatemala twice now. And it's just amazing work that they do with their hands. How beautiful it is <sighs> and how colorful it is. So... They're only looked as if, you know, What a beautiful culture, though. It's a beautiful culture that a lot of people are not okay with because they're Indios, and quote-unquote. It's being erased. You know. It's sad. It's being erased. So she was working towards that, to to have, like, you know, Guatemalans see that they are people. Mm. They're smart. They're they're just or even more smart than we are. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they not only speak one language, they not only speak, you know, Spanish, they speak their their native language. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful to keep that in mind because I always think if I ever have questions, if I ever want to, you know, learn more about the Mayan side of me, I can always go back and they're there. Yeah. It's not like it's all gone and everybody's dressed in jeans and they're shorts, like... There's certain places where they're still there. Quiche, like Quiche, is such a, a an important place. Like my dad was actually born around there, so there's still that that tasteful of the Mayan culture. Mm-hmm. And what a beautiful and historical. Like it's an ancient culture. Like it's so much history to it, and like it has been around for so long. Like I think that's I don't know. It's beautiful that you that. You haven't lost that, you know? No, I lost it. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it's there. Like, I don't know. Maybe well, it just came back. It, yeah. it literally just came because of school and because I became a, a, a minor in Chicano studies, which allows me to understand my culture a lot better and to understand myself. Yeah. You know? But that that's another topic that I would like to talk about, you yes. know, of uh, my journey of how I came to the United States and how it changed to be here and then how I am now. Because, like, the person I was when I was 10 years old wanting to be white mm-hmm. is not who I want to be now. How incredible. We've come full circle, girl. We've yeah. come the opposite, actually. We went and we crossed from one point of the circle to the other and have fully embraced who we are because I was the same way. Yeah. And I'm still learning. Like, I'm still trying to learn my, the history of my people. And, like, and that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's beautiful that that's still there because and maybe I'm just ignorant. I don't know. But, like, when I think about Mexico, like, I don't know. I don't know where my native, at least the indigenous people are. I'm sure they're still there. But it's kind of like the United States, you know? Like, these people are kept on reserves. Like, thinking about Native Americans, like, they're kept on reserves. They're hidden. They're stood away from society. And you don't see them, you don't see their culture as much. It's 
just American American culture has nothing to do with the Native Americans, which oh, is no. sad. It's sad. And I think about the same thing. The Native people from Mexico, like, the culture has nothing to do with what, like, Los Aztecos or whatever. Like, I've seen, like, the Aztec dances or whatever, but it's, again, like, that's, I don't know. It's just sad. I, I am planning on doing, like, a trip. I'm not... You know what? I'm not going to speak about it too much because it, but it, it has to do with the cycles. Mm. And it's so, uh, let me tell you, if you don't come on this trip with me, a girl, I'm going. You will miss out. I'm going. Because it talks about the history and it gives you all the inside. Not only that, but I think a lot of people don't realize that it's so important to learn about that because mm. it tells you not only about yourself, but it also tells you about what you eat. Yeah, and like yeah. how to keep your survival. I went hiking today, and that's one of the things mm-hmm. that I actually thought about. I'm like, wow, hiking has been such a culture. thing yeah. in my culture for a really long time, and it's such a health place to be because you're, you know, that's how people travel back in the day. I feel that, dude. When I go hiking, I think about like the natives people who have done this before us and made these pathways for us, and like. I mean, you still see people who, at least I've seen people um, specifically on the hike, actually. Yeah. Um, it looks like they're still maybe natives. I know I know they're not speaking Spanish. I can hear them speak to each other in their native language. Yeah. And they're hiking like nothing. And, like, the little babies are hiking yeah, with them. Yeah, they're stronger than I. The little kids are hiking with them. I was struggling in that hike today. And some of them were just, you yeah. know. And they're older and yeah. they're hiking and, like. They're with their husband who's older yes. and they're hiking like nothing. And regular, and well, I would say regular shoes. Like, I have to have my hiking shoes and my workout gear on, and I can't do it if I don't. And they're working in regular clothes, and it's just part of the culture, and it's beautiful to see. You know, I'm going to have to do my uh, my research a little better because yeah. I don't know what the Mayan native language is called. Oh, okay. So I, that's what I was trying to look forward for, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I know. It's been an hour already. This is good. You're welcome for the content. You're welcome <laughs> for keeping you here this long. For keeping I know. You I was like, oh, they're going to probably kill us. It's no, you're welcome. <laughs> it's been a good one. Yeah, I could have done a little better research, too. But, I mean, we we had so much to talk about, about all these women, and it was hard to keep track of everything. But right. I feel good. We were able to highlight some incredible women. I mean, I super proud, mm-hmm. super, super excited to to see the, the journeys that we're going to do and have a mark in you know and there's always changes that we could do not in yourself in your life but this Mm -hmm. world in general as women we have so much power they don't even know it just remember they don't even know we bring life into this world y'all a hundred percent and just i don't care what they say but i have my semen for the long okay but your semen can't get and go inside me okay (laughs) if it wasn't for me in second I had the baby. And I grow it. <laughs> Not only do you need me, I grow yeah. the damn thing exactly. first off. So just feel empowered by that and feel empowered that we we face different struggles, but that makes us 10 times stronger. 100%. And we go through all these hoops and obstacles, but again, we leave 10 times stronger because of it. And I don't know. I just look at women like we're incredible beings and the fact that I am one. I feel completely blessed to be who I am and in this body and really embody my femininity and embody my womanhood. Yeah. Because that's something I recently have been doing, you know, and it's such a beautiful thing. We are not only incredible and strong and smart and the caregivers and the nurturers of 
literally society, but we also are like beautiful. We are. We're beautiful. We're soft. Exactly. <laughs> we're soft and just shaped differently. It's just. We could be soft, but there's also ways that we're powerful. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's the balance of the two, and it's it's such it's an incredible thing. Yes, I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, so today, kiss your mama <laughs> if you have one. Else. You know, oh, <laughs> <laughs> kiss your mama. Yes, be grateful. Be grateful of who you are. Be grateful of being a woman, because I know a lot of women that hate to be a woman because of the struggles that we have to go through. Yeah, and you know, everyone's journey is different. Yeah, there's a lot of things. That come in being a woman. Yeah, it's not rape and stuff. But I think it's such a beautiful thing. Embrace those women around you. Embrace yourself. And just be thankful for the women that surround you right now. Or like the women who have brought you here today. And if you're a man, you better turn to your left and thank the woman that's next to you for all the hard work. And like I said, kiss your mama. (laughs) thank you for everything that you've been through to bring me into this world and dealing with me yeah i agree not an easy job i love it Mm -hmm. i love this one i feel good (laughs) i feel empowered ready to conquer the day well before we end i just want to say thank you to anybody who's listening to this point Mm -hmm. and anybody who was listening to our last podcast which was our first podcast on Spotify. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. We love you. I know. And we keep grinding and we're hoping to get better. So if there's any advice, you can always email us. You can always go on. on DM us. On Instagram. Mm-hmm. Comment. DM us. We Let take us all feedback seriously. My, si- uh, my sister tells me week after week her honest feedback, and it's something we appreciate because we're, we're yeah, we want to keep growing. You, I'm like, what, what did your sister think? Because uh, I want to know her opinion because I know she'll be honest in the way that you know she sees our podcast. Yeah. But thank you guys. So I didn't get to say you. thank you, so thank you. It's it's incredible to be here today and look not to clown us. We got 16 listeners, and to me, I was expecting, like, four. Yeah, that's what we said. We're like, we'll be happy if it's four. Yeah. We made it to four, and then we look, and we're like, oh, it's 16. I know. So <laughs> thanks, guys, for those of you who have tuned in. I appreciate yeah. you. Thank you so much. And, well, that was the end of tonight's episode. Yeah. I hope you have an amazing day or amazing night. And we'll see you. We'll see you next week. Next week. Bye, guys. Bye.